0: Hey DTC Pod, it's time to let your customers enjoy the products they love without the friction of reordering. That's why the world's most innovative brands like Pete's Coffee and Il Maquillage rely on Order Groove subscriptions to build long lasting customer relationships and recurring revenue. Easy to manage and seamless for shoppers, Order Groove comes with the tools your business needs to become the next big subscription success story. Visit ordergroove.com slash DTC pod today to receive two months off your first contract. Again, that's ordergroove.com slash DTC pod. Also, are you curious on how much your business is worth? Get your free no obligation offer from OpenStore at open.store. I
1: was in this like a uh, house called the Go House, which was an online reality show. And they had a whole channel for their YouTube. Um, and I think their podcast channel ha- for YouTube has, after two months, they brought in maybe like half a million views. It's nothing crazy, but it's pretty good. It's fun, dude, yeah. yeah. So like, it's worth the investment. we would sit around like at a table and the creators would talk to one another about like, Yeah anything in general like they would we were talking about like uh where we grew up because we all came from different states yeah. and they would uh throughout that you know 30-minute podcast it would take like the most quick bitty parts or they could something that's kind of like drama related yeah, yeah, yeah. and they leave it like on cliffhanger like i don't yeah. know but yeah that worked pretty good for them and they started completely
0: from scratch on mm-hmm. all the channels yeah i'm doing this one for the e-commerce And then I wanna do the same for a creator podcast um, to grow the trends creator network. But in reality, like, it's just like, I wanna find two girls that just like literally just sit down and talk about random shit and creator drama. Um, Because if it's about like how to become a creator, like that shit is not gonna attract the masses. Like just, you know, spotting talent before it blows up because structuring like a contract with a big creator for a podcast, it's really hard. Like, you know, for example, to get you to, like, be part of a podcast, it's, like, you're investing all your time, right? Like, it's, like, why would you do it, too, when, like, that's, you got your own audiences. Um, I actually like podcasts. Yeah, like They're, them. like, especially the ones we are in the house.
1: We're just super chill. Yeah. We're right. just talking about our lives and, like, you know, about content we're making.
0: Yeah. Drama in the house. Yeah. What our opinions on it. It's funny because it's like, it's a shit you talk about anyways, right? Yeah. So why not just, it is content. Yeah. And like, that's why him and I started, we talk about e-commerce brands. We're talking with e-commerce brands every day. So we're like, why don't we just fucking record this and build an audience off of it? Facts. Yeah. Not solid. Yeah. These,
1: like all these conversations I'm usually having at parties or like, why not to like, you know, in LA, it's the same stuff, but like, it's pretty interesting stuff. I feel like that a lot of people would, would like to hear about, yeah. but I
0: mean, yeah. not that many people record it. Right, exactly. So there's a lot of editing and everything. So Swag and the other guy, you know them? Yeah, I lived with Champagne and Swag actually for about five months. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was my very
1: first content house. Oh, really? That was the one where shit. I got like it takes so long to explain everything, but like to what? It takes so long to explain everything to happen but everyone left that place. That was that was a disaster. A shit show. Yeah. Great creators, but, like, it was the guy who was running that, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's, like, what's going on in L.A. with, like, creator houses? I think that's a good way to start. Yeah, there's like, a lot of
1: content was popping up all, you know, all around L.A. for different, they all have different goals. Like, I guess the, our goal for our current house would be, you know, to, like, push the brands that Jack has created and that in part of our house. So, like, the caffeine bars. So, we're trying to get people off, you know, the nicotine. And the caffeine feels very much like you're using a vape, kind of almost feels like the same, not entirely the same, because it's not negative. So we have brands that we're pushing. So obviously to live in these homes, you got deliverables to meet. So maybe you got to make a certain amount of videos with that uh, caffeine bar, which is called the, like the Nutrihaler per month to stay and live in the house. Or you got to make a certain, or we have that long format app that's going to be coming out soon, which is Flick. And we got to make a certain amount of videos to help promote the app, okay. that's about the launch. Yeah, and then the last content house before that would have been The Go Host, the reality show. That was also a shit show. Uh, they were just sucking every penny they could have, like, from every brand. And, like, we had to, like, film six hours a day. And all these videos were heavily promoted, like, with different brands. It was a four-level house. Is actually, you know where the hype house is? Um, I don't know where it is. I know of it. Okay, so it was almost, like, right beside that house. And four levels all those homes on that last three or four levels and every level had like four or five brands like all around the house So they would tell the brands oh between these 14 creators in the house. They have like 50 80 million or whatever it was uh, And they're gonna or or, to organically show up in the house. Sorry all those creators videos and whatnot and Even all YouTube videos they made every challenge everything we did was like a boat of freaking product yeah like they were just trying to suck as much money as they could And from are you involved
0: in that process of like was, choosing the was, brands etc no not? like what if like what if it's like i don't want to like work with this oh i i low-key like just waited yeah. i got
1: i just waited to get evicted because like it was supposed to be a two-month thing and after two months they were, i think they extended because they're making so much money mm-hmm. but then there was a line that they crossed that i was just not okay with which was oh uh colty you got to make a video with for manscaped Make one of your prank videos and use the product and tag this and do that. I'm like, no,
2: yeah.
1: like, I'm not doing that. And then I wasn't, I'm not supposed to know this, but I found out, but they were getting, I think paid like 10K for my TikTok. That wasn't going to cut it. They were just taking it. Yeah. And they're like, you have to post it was in the contract, which I didn't see at all. I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. I was already putting six hours a day for their content. Uh-huh. So like now they're trying to take 10K for a post for me to make a post. Mm-hmm. That's messed up. Yeah. That's just messed up. Like at least give me something to cut. Not not even ten percent, twenty percent, they just wanted it all for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super greedy. So that's when hilariously my account got banned and a bunch of the workers kind of were like freaking out. They're like, Oh my god, like what are we gonna tell Manscaped? And I'm just like, as much as it sucks to have my account banned right now, like completely deleted, because like I can't post, sorry guys. Like, yeah. But yeah, so of course I am getting invicted that week because I couldn't get any votes, which I was very much okay with. I was so done with that place. Awesome creators, but yeah, uh I'm trying to get any other content homes that They'll have like, there's another content called, no, a content home called Swimply, and they have an app where it's something involving Airbnbs. So every creator's goal is to hit a certain amount of
0: downloads per month, and that's your pay for that month. So what makes it like interesting to join a house? Is it the structure of the deal? And like, where do you see this going? Like, I mean, it's drama, it's a shit show. Like, where does this like go? That is a good question. A lot of these
1: content homes usually completely fail because there's someone being too greedy or like on one end or the other. You either have creators not posting, making the meeting the deliverables or the people running the homes are getting way too greedy. They're saying, oh, it's just a one post, couple posts. Oh no, you actually got to post like five videos a month. Mm -hmm. So there's never an equilibrium. Mm -hmm. I feel like some homes could do a real good job if they do it the right way. I feel like the one I'm in right now is doing the best out of every place I've been in, which has been good. What's it called? It's called Flick, the Flick House. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're gonna start seeing them pop up all over, all around the states. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my YouTube friends is thinking about starting one here in Florida. There's no content homes around here in Florida. It's crazy that there's none in Miami. I feel yeah, like it's, it's gonna, gonna happen. Us. The last two YouTubers I talked to in Florida are like, I can't believe there's no content homes here in Florida. There's everything. So that might be a thing in about a year from
0: now, I think. So We will probably see your first content in about a year from someone I actually know. The Trend Creator House. <laughs> it's going on right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Is there a specific area that's like
2: in LA that's, I mean, are you from LA too? Like you yeah. lived in LA. I lived in LA for a while. I was over on, I was in Culver City in Santa Monica area oh, for a yeah. while. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then came out here. It was a good spot. Okay. Yeah that was pre-creator houses era right no no there was definitely stuff going on with all the creator houses while i was there that just wasn't my like niche per se
0: so like we were talking offline about the agencies right like the agencies like managing creators and i feel like the creator house is almost an evolution of like you know the talent agencies managing the creator it's another way for the creator to you know work sort of in more independently from an agency yes. um so like you specifically you have over 10 million followers is that right like yeah. you know you're independent are you independent i am independent i do have an agency for youtube right now okay and they were slacking
1: for a little while but they started picking you know picking up getting me some brand deals like the last ones for fortnite so i was i'm nice. definitely happy where where it's going now but yeah for like tiktok And the majority of things, I do everything just by myself.
2: And I guess just in terms of like this podcast, I think it'd be really useful to go into like giving the perspective of you as a creator and to like the brands that are on the other side of things. Right. So uh, what kind of brand work? It doesn't even necessarily have to be you or your friends, but like anyone doing stuff with, you know, D to C brands or brands that are selling on Shopify, that sort of thing. I think I'm a little lost on the question. No, like yeah. just in general, like you guys are obviously doing, like you mentioned, Manscaped and all these different types oh, yeah. of types of companies, right? So, like, what's your experience? Like, what does a brand deal look like on your end, right? Like, when you're going to create the content, what does that look like? Are the brands dealing with you directly or are they dealing with your agent? Or, like, yeah, how's so how that work? They've been in all over the place for me entirely. I got a few friends that they
1: kind of dibble dabble in that area where they talk to brands and get other creators' deals. So I would say I have a few people reaching out to some companies or they know companies that would be possibly down to work with me. And a few of them would be me reaching out to them on Instagram or maybe through an email. It is pretty much all over the place for me right now. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I feel like a lot of careers are the same, same situations, as me. It's all over the place.
0: How has that changed, though? Because, like, now it's all over the place, you know? Now you have agencies that could do this for you. You, you, too, you know, they bring brand deals to the table. But, like, you didn't start at $10 million. No. Followers, right? So, like, what was that first brand deal? How were you? Were you soliciting? Um, did your account just grow really fast, and there wasn't really that face of like, um, uh, yeah, it, everything happened very fast. I was putting like
1: crazy hours, putting, like ten hours a day. Uh, in the first two months, I got the seventy-two thousand, and then when,
2: when was this? Like this when? Was when called- did you start?
1: It's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, I believe. And yeah, two months in, around 72,000, had my first viral video series. Two days later, another viral video series, and I was at 450, 450, 450,000. I think I started getting, I got my first song promo around like 800,000 views or say 800,000 followers. And uh, they just reached out to me. Kima, I had no idea what my worth was. I think it was still averaging like, probably like at least 1.5, 2 million views. Uh, I think I accepted like 600 bucks, 800 bucks, which I was told was very under, under price yeah, <laughs> but i was like yo 800 bucks for making tiktok okay all right bet Yes, yeah, so that was probably my first deal and that song promo uh, got 8 million views on my wow. video wow yeah so Sounds i do put a lot of time into my mic like, when it comes to brand deals and things like that i know i usually can't remove these videos from my profile so i like i try to make it real good what's that process like preparing for like a brand deal before accepted, I accepted, I'm already I'm like, I'm yeah. going through all the possible ideas and how I can make that happen. So the last one that I did was one for Ubo, which is like an app, kind of like Tinder, but almost for like for friends. And you play games and stuff on there. So I was like, all right, I'm in Florida. How I got to get this video done within like 24 hours if I want to do it. So my head's just thinking like, how can I incorporate maybe meeting a friend on this app and doing something kind of crazy in Florida? I was like, okay, I just came from L.A., I'm gonna say that I was on Yubo and I met this other guy who loves wildlife and he's in Florida. So we decided, decided to go over with you know to meet him and catch iguanas. So the video is me and him catching iguanas in Florida, and then we both caught one. We, we brought them back to our like our Airbnb, was vibing with our iguanas, and then uh, you know made some jokes and stuff throughout the video to you know make it more entertaining. And that was kind of that promo. Um, I just try to make it feel as organic as possible. I don't want it to seem like it's forced.
0: And does the brand get involved in the creative direction or do you say, no, These leave it up to me? Help. Yeah, some do help, but most of them don't at it all. It's entirely just on me. What makes a brand, I'm just rapid firing some questions because yeah. my brain is is going off. Cause I mean, this is all I see every day of like, you know, I mean, you look at their profiles, like your profile and like, you'll see on the comments, like hey, send us an email, we would love to work with you. Like they all look the same. Like, first of all, you're not gonna reach out to the brand. Right, and so like what makes a brand stand out? Like what makes a brand catch your attention? Okay, most creators absolutely like, hate emails, I'm gonna be honest. Like
1: I'm sure some are pretty good at answering them, but I know a lot of my friends, including me, super cluttered. I feel like I answer the most of the DMs on Instagram. So if like, there's a company jumping in there, I'm on my Instagram all the time including all my friends, like those are the ones I respond to the fastest. And it just seems more personal. I like text. I like Instagram. I want something personal. I don't really, the formal stuff, it's not really my thing. That's why I'm, you know, having a manager would be awesome because we're creators. We're not someone who's trying to make, you know, do emails all day. So the ones that, yeah, respond to me on Instagram for sure
0: would be the ones that stand out or that get straight to the point. Sorry, I was going to say, no, when you're evaluating it, Like, are there specific things that is, or is it just alignment? Like, is it just that you like the brand or is there some like, you can tell when like, they're like mass sending these two and the way they write the copy, like, hey there, like there's just little details that like can make a brand stand out to hope to, you know, get a hold of that creator. If they probably do a, put a little bit more effort in, like, yo, I saw, like, the alligator video. Like, that probably catches more attention if it has personalization, probably.
1: Yeah. That would definitely catch my attention, for sure, if I saw something like that from a brand. But yeah, i say the main thing would just be getting straight to the point. I see always crazy, long-ass emails mm-hmm. that it looks like they probably sent them to everyone, doesn't have my name in or anything. And it's to both their brand and just, like, a lot of stuff that i really much do not need to know. And I would like to know like, oh, this is our company. I would like, you know, really simple email or message. This is our company. We're uh, looking to, you know, sponsor TikTokers. Also though, I would like to know like, are they just trying to get a, like a collab, like free product? Sometimes they will not even say, so you have to send emails back and forth to, 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 to figure out what that is. Like I'll get straight to the point. Is it, you're trying to get a free product for a post, which I very much are the ones I like don't want to do. Um, Or are you trying to do like pay per download if it's an app or is it like a fixed price like where we pay you a certain amount per post like knowing that is pretty key for like whether
0: I respond or not. Yeah like you don't want to get into negotiation like yeah like just make it easy.
2: Wait, this this is super funny because a lot of the the people we chat on with the podcast, they're on the other side, right? So they're the performance marketers or um, the marketers who are like managing relationships with influencers and content creators. And when we talk to them, we're like, you know, how do you do it? And a lot of them are like, you know, we'll start growing and we grew our brand really well through product seeding. So by product seeding, it's like, we get free product, we find influencers who identify with the alignment, we'll send it to them. And, you know, we won't even ask them to post and then, you know, they'll they'll post and they'll tag us and it ends up being great. Right. And so it's just, where do you or your friends uh, on the creator side, like, where do you see that? Are you, are you thinking like, no, I want to, I want these brands to be upfront with me or like, yeah, I'm cool getting free product at like, if you're just sending me to check it out, like what, yes. what does that look like from your side and your friend's yeah. side? I get a lot of like emails and this includes like other creators. It's
1: why like, I don't, especially when they're long, they, they try to lowball. you go through these emails, yeah. you're messaging back and forth and they're like, oh, we'll give you 250 bucks.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: like that's like a slap to the face when I hear that. I'm like, you know what I was like a few million views
0: like yeah. you know much like people usually pay for that yeah. like I mean but like in like the seating phase too it's like that's also they're doing that with creators that have like five thousand yeah. followers, like 10,000 followers, and that's why they they do that. I have done some free products like I'm an adventurous guy
1: I like being on doors I did opposed for a uh, electric longboard it's worth like at one point it's like a thousand dollar longboard so it's all right bet like i would definitely already put that on my video i kind of like it and then he also said if you like make sales too based you know with your link something like that like if it's something i really like i will say yes but it's very like it's pretty
2: rare so it's got to be basically like if it's someone who's like trying to do product placement or whatever it's like it's got to be super aligned and you're like yo i was about to go buy that like yeah. If it's something I would
1: go to my way to yeah. buy already yeah. and it's worth a nice chunk of money, then yeah. I would probably, I'd probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, i would sure I'll save like thousand dollars, 800 bucks. Like, yeah. and, and cool. if I would already wear something like that in my video or use it in my video, that's not a problem. Totally.
2: Yeah. Totally. Totally. But otherwise, if they're looking for like outside of seating, so you're basically saying on the seating side of things, like there's gotta be alignment. Otherwise, like, you know, Say don't bother, really. And then if and if there is maybe some sort of alignment or whatever, and you want to actually get into the like more paid promotion side of things, then just be like super to the point upfront. Who who are you guys? What are you trying to do? Is this one time thing? Is yeah. it not? Like just give yeah, me all I don't the want information.
1: read an email. I want to be like done within like one or two minutes and have a good idea on like what their goal is and see if it's a good fit. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, just simplified.
0: Yeah. Also like the amount of effort that you put into your videos is really different than the amount of effort that somebody for free product, 5,000 followers would put into the content. Like you're thinking about it for days Yeah. you're editing for hours and hours. Like you're, you took a trip to Florida, like you're thinking about the brand. You know, if you just wanted the money and cash out, you're like, all right, I'll get it. I'll just make something here real quick. I'm thinking of a, I like having that clean that clean profile with, you know, not trying to like give away my
1: secrets here, but, <laughs> uh, you know, brands are going through your profile and they're looking at how many views you're averaging. Uh, I don't want a video that, you know, on my profile, it says 200,000 views, 300,000. If my average is like 2 million, 3 million. Yeah. And you know, when you're making those, uh, those brands, the poster brands, like that's staying on there. So that's why I always give my hundred percent effort. I'll even sometimes redo one, redo them. And it, if I have a relationship with them, then it usually leads to, you know, maybe a possible another deal. Or if I have other brands going through my profile, you know, it increases my price too. It's like, oh, this guy's averaging maybe like 3 million views for brands, you know, you know post brands,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. So, And and if you had to just like kind of classify the, the type of content you're creating, you like creating adventurous yeah, content, adventurous right? like, sure. Yeah, adventurous for
1: sure, adventurous. I like being outdoors, I like doing crazy stuff. So my content does get removed because it apparently it's just
2: well, what, yeah, what's, what's too crazy for? <laughs> you know, maybe like
1: going in the Everglades at 12 at night, getting a little too close to the alligators, you know, yeah. be following the water, like, <laughs> or uh, I'll do like some pretty crazy flips from high cliffs and whatnot. I used to be a gymnast. So I used to do like a lot of tumbling and a lot of stuff. So like anything where it's around cliffs or jumping in the water or with animals, they just usually don't like that stuff.
0: How do you like evolve into, I mean, I'm sure you just want to do more of that and more of that and like, how does editing play into part with like your work? Like, are there limiting factors? Like what would be your ideal, you know, if you do were to get signed in a way that works for you? Like, what's your ideal setup? Like, if you have to scale into having a team? what would that look like? Do you just want to focus on creating more content or like do you want full control of editing the videos and would never want to outsource that? The amount of time that
1: people spend editing is insane. I mean, Justice, like the guy in our content, that guy's on the computer morning till night editing. It's a full-time job. And if I was doing that, especially that, because my goal for this year is getting to long format content. I got like six videos ready I'm going to be posting. If I spend the time editing those six videos, like I bet you I'd probably have like, 20 less TikToks out right now yeah. so i definitely will have a team i just got to find the right guy that fits you know what i'm looking for i've tried a few videographers but it just doesn't match up at yeah. all like i'll be in the middle of the woods by myself with this guy and he's like mute he just won't talk he's just like yeah. and i'll be talking and he'll be like he's just, like i think i'll see something funny or he'll be like almost asking questions but like, the guy doesn't talk yeah. like I'm sure you've probably seen some YouTube channels where the videographer is almost a character too. Right. So yeah. like, I want to be like vibing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like vibing with the person. Like it's gotta be the same energy yeah. and kind of like the right editing style too. But it's not easy. Cause I am picky. I'm very picky. I like making all my TikToks. There's no way. Heck I would let anybody make my TikToks and my YouTube shorts, but I very much just don't have the time to make a 10 minute video and make it like, you know, Perfect. all the crazy editing and sound effects. That's just too much yeah. for me.
0: So you're going longer format. You want to go into longer format. Yeah. You do, I heard you're doing YouTube Shorts too. How has YouTube Shorts worked so far? And what is going into longer format look like? YouTube Shorts blew my mind away. Yeah. Actually the very first day I got to LA, uh,
1: that's when I woke up to millions of views, like millions and millions. It was insane. I think it said like 5 million within like 24 hours. Like what the heck? Yeah. This is YouTube. It was like, this is not even TikTok. Like, this is crazy for YouTube. They're pushing it now, right? What'd you create? Like, what, what was the... Uh, my first short that blew up was, like, a challenge. I've done a lot of challenges. Challenges do very well on YouTube shorts. Don't know why that is. But since, you know, I'm pretty athletic, we went to a gymnastics gym, and I created this challenge where, you know what, like, a box is? Like, a gymnastics box? Well, it's kind of, like, the same material, but it's, like, it was like a donut. So I placed this donut higher and higher levels, and you have to, like, dive through it. Mm-hmm. And to the point where people would start, you know, knocking it over, and not making it. And then it was pretty much who could make, make it the highest. And uh, those challenges seem to do really well. I think it's because, like, the watch time on them are really high because everyone wants to see how high one's going to make it to the very end. They want to see, like, how many boxes or how many levels. Yeah, you can't click out, right? Yeah, you <laughs> can't. So I've noticed the challenges where it's levels. Mm-hmm. People want to see you like that, you know
2: how high or what level they're going to reach before they, they eat shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. So like that type of content, at least you're engaging the users. Right. And they're, they're sticking around. They're not clicking out. YouTube likes that signal oh, and yeah. it's just pumped.
0: But on that note, uh, sorry, I, like the analytics, like same thing you're talking about and what you're talking about, like, how do you also look at that? Like, do you, do you even dive into performance? Um, analytics like do you get crazy with analytics or are you just like i just know my audience i know what to do or like you find i very much look
1: at like how things perform and i look at the watch time and then based off how certain videos perform i change my content and tweak it it's the reason why i made it to now like uh, up to this point is i have came up with my own conclusions or ideas on what the possible algorithm was you know for tiktok or youtube and uh some things did come out of both the algorithms mm-hmm. and it was like right on point and I think it's the reason why I'm still doing fairly well. Yeah. Understanding the algorithm is like the most important thing. And there's a bunch of different parts to how it works that are all valued higher or lower. Obviously one of the, the high the, the the most valued ones would be watch time. Mm-hmm. But uh, for example like TikTok, profile clicks, like people that are going out of their way to go to the profile is very highly valued. And that's why you see like a lot of people that do those videos that that are cliffhangers that have a part two to them next. Get insane views because people are going out of the way to come back to the profile to see if part two is out.
0: So that like how does that work? How do you play captions into this? Like captions or the headlines on YouTube? Because like I feel like you have a talent for the copy too, clearly. Cause we we were talking offline earlier, like you know how to write these subject lines, and I bet it's the same game on TikTok for captions. How did you learn that? How to, and do you use analytics to like, and get better, better, better? Yeah, so the captions, they were just very simple and straightforward.
1: Like I just, you know, within like five, six words, I want them to know exactly what they're kind of going to be watching. Um, the other thing is try to avoid trigger words. TikTok's the worst for that. Use certain words. Um, they are going to like shadow ban that video so fast. What? What's a trigger word? Link, bio, Instagram, YouTube. <laughs> they don't want to promote any other like yeah, you know yeah, social yeah. accounts. Um, obviously, swearing. Um, there's yeah. I think there's some really weird ones out there too. I was looking. I was trying to like do some research on it actually the other night. But uh, pretty much anything that sounds kind of promo-y. Yeah. So some people are able to get away uh, with those words if they misspell it. Um, I've done it multiple times and anyway, you gotta. I used to get away with it like pretty well back in the day, but it's almost like they're catching on to like how people used to get it with. Yeah they're, yeah, they're tweaking it all the time. Like, damn, like I used to take like, a, like the letter I and then use an exclamation point, but I don't think it's working anymore because those, those videos are getting like no views. They usually generate like maybe 20 times the amount
2: of views that it just received. So they're getting smart. Yeah, totally so what other what other platforms are in? should the first platform is tiktok you said 2018 that's kind of like when you kicked off was yeah, that
1: tiktok and then youtube took off about maybe a year 14 months ago it was insane went from like quarter million to now i'm at like three million now oh wow subscribers yeah it right. just took off like crazy
0: so longer form like what is that going to look like is your like are you going to have to ramp up and like you know, like it's even more anything. Yeah,
1: honestly, I don't think it's gonna change. This is the great part. So like for me on YouTube, a lot of people stay talks to me like 15 seconds, 20 seconds. Look at all mine. They're almost all exactly a minute. I'm using like, I used to use the whole minute. I would totally do three minutes if it was like uh, worth my time. Because But I try to use that same video for YouTube shorts. Mm-hmm. So I'm still keeping everything a minute. Mm-hmm. But like, it's hard for me to compact my videos to you know, one minute long. Yeah. It's I'm having, I'm struggling to take out clips so long format for me is like it's a little more relaxed i just don't have to like make it as fast paced or take those certain clips that i don't want to take so three minute videos five minute videos or even like 10 minutes is not gonna be
2: too hard of a problem yeah because you, you're capturing content like an amazing content all day and then you have to be like ooh nice. yeah because my current challenge yeah, yeah is like just trying to make it short enough exactly. so now that challenge is gone exactly. i don't have to worry about that i just exactly. i can make it the way i wanted to make it like and what about what about instagram where where does that fit into your stack? Do you do you create there at all, or do you have yeah, a presence? Yeah, I got a
1: weird warning on my account like a year ago saying they're gonna push my content less due to like something to do with my settings and location, and then all of a sudden my engagement just dropped like ninety percent. I was like, so they like
2: some weird
1: Yeah, and then on top of that, I don't really get many brand deals or anything like that. And I, I just YouTube creating videos kind of more and more my thing. Totally. And if you're on the Reels page, you notice that uh, they're just pushing a lot of content that is solely made actually on TikTok itself through the Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I would post, I have videos that I posted five, six times, no matter where it goes on the internet, it gets at least a million to like 10, 15 million views. Those same videos, I've posted them on my uh, Instagram. They flop every single time. I just, I had to test it out. I sat, was sitting in my bed. I used one of the Instagram filters. Yeah. I used one of the trendy filters. I'm like, I just gotta try this out. Yeah posted 200 times of views versus my other, my other videos. Just for throwing the filter on. Yeah. Yes, like terrible lighting. I didn't fix my hair. I was like, sit in my bed.
0: Yeah. Boom, like. How do some videos blow up with the TikTok watermark on Reels because I've seen them. Yeah. I'm like, what? I think there's some kind of slip by, some of them yeah. don't. But I
1: know like, yeah, definitely remove the watermark. Are you interested in DTC and e-commerce content? Join Trend's exclusive community for everything DTC, the DTCers community. We're talking marketing, product, growth, and more, all about DTC. Go to trend.io slash podcast. That's T-R-E-N-D dot slash podcast and look for the Slack community link to claim your invite. We hope to see you on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Are you on like, Snapchat or? uh i'm trying
1: to get on that that's uh, also a pain in the butt so a lot of my friends they're doing really well on it's Snap. hard right like snapchat yeah it's hard to grow unless you're a verified creator yeah. and it has nothing to do with who you are or how many how popular or in any other apps it's all about your connections you get to be a terrible creator and have like no following and make terrible content and if you know someone that has that connect you get verified like that are you on the TikTok creator program? Like, do they pay out for your views? Nope, they don't. They only do that for the U.S. and a handful of other countries. Oh, they right. don't pay Can- uh, Canadians, so... Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate.
0: <laughs> so, how did you get into this in Canada? Like, what... Oh, we were talking at the, the house the yeah. other day. Yeah. We were talking about, like, how different it is for you to shoot content in Canada because a lot of people recognize you over there. How did you get into it? Like, how did you... Um, what just like... I've always enjoyed creating, so I was a huge,
1: you know, I was really big into art and then it got, that became photography. So I was super big into wildlife photography. I actually won like a handful of awards doing that. Like I was really into that. I would be in swamps for like five, six hours. Mm -hmm. So I actually had a handful of Instagram Instagram accounts that were growing pretty fast with my photography, but then I started getting into other types like astrophotography. But the moment I combined my like, my skills where I put myself in it, the, the, the the picture started getting way more likes. And then I kind of got bored of photography and I was like, maybe I get into videography too. And right before I started doing that TikTok came out, I'm like, hmm, let me get on this app and see what it's all about. And it was just, you know, less formal, which I like too. You just have fun and start making jokes. And then I just haven't looked back since. I was on there 10 hours a day making content. You were one of the first like big TikTok creators to blow up. Yeah, I was actually, at one point, the biggest TikToker living in Canada. And then Michael Grulian saw this huge art, you know, this article where I was at the top and he didn't like that because I didn't sign with him, so he called him up. I know he did because he saw my story and made sure that Josh Richards was placed at the top because he's Canadian, but he doesn't live in the States. But the article says top Canadians living in Canada. Oh. So even though he doesn't, Josh hasn't been living in Canada for like the longest time. Do you know him? Josh? Yeah. I've met him, like, a few times, uh, but, like, Michael good. guy, hmm uh, I'm not the biggest fans of those guys. Yeah. But.
2: So funny. So what would you say for, like, some of the brands that might be, like, listening in and just thinking about TikTok, maybe just giving them the landscape of, in terms of, like, what's different about TikTok versus Instagram, right, and where you would see, like, like how do you think about TikTok over the next couple of years and how brands could get involved, like, would it just be working with creators and saying, hey, you you create content on whatever platform you wanna do, or do you think there's opportunities for them? Are you seeing them like create their own TikTok accounts and creating their own content? Yeah. Like what are you sort of seeing? I think there, I see a lot of like opportunity like with like brands and
1: and TikTok. I mean, I can think of so many ideas that would do so good for brands that it would almost feel organic as well. I'll just give you one example right now. So there was this trend where you take a cam and uh, there'd be like lines on the table. Mm -hmm. And you would roll the can to see how far you can get it to the end without it falling off. And the further you go, the crazier the products get, or like what you win. And we were straight up doing like different, like energy drinks and like iPhones, candy, just really flashy products. You could totally do that for like, I don't know, like a beverage company or like energy drink company that has
2: different products or clothing line, you win certain. So just basically like involving the product. in TikTok trends. In the trend, like what are those cool things are going, yeah.
0: See, like I love hearing you coming up with the content idea because like I just listened to you the entire time and I'm like, You genuinely passionate about creating content. You were doing it before TikTok. There's people that do TikTok just to push numbers and make money. Oh, I know a few of them. I'm related to one of them. I'm related to one of them.
1: I got hated on, I got shit on by so many people, including people I'm related to. But the moment I make a dollar, a few dollars, oh, they, they wanna know everything about it. They wanna do it as well. And I, someone I related to does it too, but i like, oh, okay. yeah. i to get into it. But yeah, just
0: um, some people, they don't, it's just, they, they do it for the wrong reasons. I just love doing it. Brands, like there's other way to work with creators outside of just working with their audience. Like, you know, if I had a brand, I would probably come up to you and be like, yo, I'm gonna pay you X amount. Like, you know, let's work together. You come up with my content ideas and calendar for my brand. Yeah. Like, let's say I can't afford to work with your size of audience. Well, you know, hey, you could take some time to, you know, make our month content ideas, plans. All right, I'll make 10 video content ideas for you. You just write them out, the script, the captions, whatever. And I pay you 10 grand or something like that. Cause I can't afford paying for 10 videos. Yeah, like that stuff, I
1: am actually really interested in doing. Like I had one company that reached out, but like they weren't just, they weren't too serious. It was actually my one of my friend's companies. But, like, it was actually, like, a, they have, like, a CBD company, like, a Wii company. And I can think of so many videos for that, like, crazy amount. And there, I've, for example, there's, like, a lot of, like, videos where they have prizes for the winner. And you take, like, any challenge at that point and where the prize is just one of the products. Like, um, one video I had in mind, but uh, they just didn't know where to get the materials. But they had, if they were able to, and really cool was when... Squid Games is uh, trending. It'd be really cool if you could like take a pool because I've done a lot of challenges in pools where you do that platform thing. We get to jump on, you know, one platform and then some of them break and some of them don't, and maybe see like who okay. makes it to the end and wins like the products at the very end of the pool. Uh-huh. So you could have had, like a, like maybe like thousand dollars of product all there and show like this is what they're winning, and everyone's super hyped to get to their other side. So we're just trying to think of ideas like how to make panels that looked identical like maybe
0: like phone panels where some has a, have a board in it and some don't. Like dude, like a oh, brand son. is not gonna come up with that. Like, you know, a founder is so busy and they're like chasing the audience, the cloud and they, yeah. they forget that like, these are legitimate creators, yeah. like creative people. You, if you jump on a trend early enough, like
1: especially challenges, <laughs> then wait, like obviously like the winning, the
2: winner should be winning some of the products. It's pretty it's pretty easy in my yeah. opinion. Well, talking about challenges, so like, what are there any challenges you're thinking about, like, creating content for that you haven't created for yet, or any that you've done recently that you? Oh, for my YouTube, I got so many, but like,
1: I actually had one I was trying to do. I had all my friends are all engineers, they're all graduating now. They're great guys, they're just way too slow getting things done. I, they were extremely disorganized. I think they just gotta work on that. But I like poured a few thousand dollars into creating, I really like Mr. Beast's content. Uh-huh. And I wanna like show people I can make them more than just an easy TikTok trend. I'm like willing to go extra lengths and do crazy stuff for content. So they started actually building me a coffin. So I had welders put this thing together and then we were trying to find a location to where I can get buried for three days and i had engineers like (laughs) yeah like uh that we're gonna do testing on the the coffin so we'd have like a you know tube going down into the ground into my coffin and then pumping air out so we're gonna have fans and everything but by the time we were supposed to shoot the video like we were, it was just going over it was getting delayed 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 delayed, to the point then the ground's frozen like in canada like we have like a few months of summer then it's over so we're gonna have to push that back until next yeah. summer. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to start doing like challenges myself, just myself. Such just getting beer
0: alive. <laughs> Dude, that like that alone, just like as a brand, like you, if you have a brand and you want to be on TikTok, like your ROI on hiring a creative person to think through all the kind of content that you should be making. Don't try to do it all. You know, don't this is like creative work where like you as a founder, don't try to take, oh, let me come up five minutes with like a challenge thing. Like the ROI on nailing one of these challenges is so big. Like you could, yeah. you probably need like five or 10 to have a really big one. Um, so, uh, and the time investment, the capital investment, the people you need like to do that, like that's a whole operation to it find yeah, like the very in the Like I
1: have crazy ideas. It's just trying to get the right people behind to help me organize it. And I mean, in the beginning, when I was a creator, I was making like, for my level of following, like, n- like no money compared to everyone else. Cause I was just making content, having fun, making my, like my income through lives. And I wasn't, I had no idea what creators were doing to make money. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what a single other creator. So I didn't have very much money to put into videos. I had to think of like cheap stuff, but I got crazy ideas. Now that
2: I'm able to put a little bit of money into but if I can get companies to back some up. Yeah, like that's like amazing. That's like an amazing opportunity, right? Because there's plenty of companies that are just dying to like reach audiences and that could like, you know, even with you be like, yo, let's collab on something really cool. We'll front the capital to like get this thing produced and then we'll both win because you're going to have like amazing content and it's initiative. That's going to be something that you want to do. And I think that's a really great way to like even be, thinking about it, you know? And as an opportunity for brands to just be like, find creators, like whether it's yourself or other ones that like clearly have aspirations that they wanna like execute on and different projects that they wanna do and be like, like what are the, some of the things that, are, that you've been thinking about? What are some of the challenges or types of content that you wanted to create that you haven't been able to, right? Yeah. Whether capital was a concern, location, product, like what are, and then you can kind of brainstorm through those and if there is a middle ground, like let's make it happen, right?
0: If you were starting a brand, like, sure. let, let, let's say, huh?
2: Are you thinking about that in the oh, future? No, like,
0: to ask, like, oh, if, yeah. if you were starting a brand, yeah. like, if you're, let's say you're starting a brand with everything you know, like, what would you do to make it go viral on TikTok? Like, would you focus on one platform? Like, what would you do if you were starting a brand?
1: I'm gonna be honest, I'd be doing the exact same thing. Just all the, the prizes now become products of, you know, whatever I'm trying to sell or there's there's so many things i use in videos like all the time you just throw them in there i think there's a lot of easy ways to throw things in organically depends on what i'm trying to launch but i guarantee like people won't even almost notice it's like me promoting something
0: right so would you work so would you make Let's say, you know, LaCroix, let's say you're starting a a, a sparkling water brand. Would you hire micro-influencers? Would you spend money to work with big influencers? Would you, let's say you had a budget of like 20K or something, or would you use that money to make your own organic viral content? Oh, I would 10% go with my own (laughs) route. My own, my own, my own own content. See, that's so interesting. Like one of my predictions for e-commerce brands for 2022 is that native organic content could have a further reach than a brand spending like so much across a bunch of different people because they're gonna own that reach as well. Um, And then after you have the virality work with big, you know, creators to just keep pushing it and amplifying it.
1: Yeah, like uh, my friends have, um, actually they have that we company and they've been making their own videos of, you know, by themselves and some of them go like hella viral but uh, they're pretty creative as well. I kind of help with some of their ideas
0: too when they when they need it. I talked with them and, um, well, this is the people at the house, right? Yeah. yeah, I talked to them and what are your thoughts on like people that have, you know, the, what's it called? The algorithm gamified where like, um, you know, hey, if an X account hasn't had X amount of followers or views by X date that you're starting, go again, like start another account, et cetera. like. Yeah, some accounts can die off if like maybe you went viral
1: once and got like hundreds of thousands of followers. And that's like, you know, you're only following of one video and you have, you have no viral videos since. I've seen it happen to a handful of people or maybe they blew up through skits. Now skits don't work on TikTok. Uh-huh. That's also one of the reasons why I did try to diversify my content as much as possible. So I don't, I'm not relying on one niche. I don't think, but for the most part, you, you can revive accounts no problem. Yeah. I know my friend Matt, he was no offense, but his views were... Ass. <laughs> yeah. They were like real bad, like eight million followers, like averaging over multiple months, like seventy thousand views, fifty thousand views, eighty thousand views for like the longest time, and then all of a sudden something started picking up again. I was in a million, two million, five hundred thousand, two million, five million,
0: and yeah. Because I've talked to some people too that are like, oh, like I, so I talked with a creator manager of like some pretty big. TikTokers in LA and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm having, I'm having this. Like they make him stop making content to cool down the account and then pick it up again. I'm like, I don't know. Like, is that That's like a hard
1: how- one? Yeah. Cause I'm always trying to come my own assumptions on those things as well.
0: They literally like put them on break and like say like, Why? okay, like you're not going to make content for two months. Well, no, because like apparently like they're shadow banned or something. Yeah, so or- shadow
1: bands are a hundred percent a thing. I was getting crazy shadow bands over the last Few months because they, their algorithm for some reason, like now is extreme, like they're taking down almost everything. Like yeah. that, I'll do a backflip, and they are like, Oh, I'll sometimes get a violation. Yeah. I just sent out so many emails,
2: and it's from TikTok, yeah, and it was like next level ridiculous. Um, of course, it happens, but this is like an also an interesting topic from your guys' perspective. Like, how do you think about that as a creator when you're almost like being censored, right? Like,
1: yeah, for like content that was 100% okay. It makes me think I'm going to leave your platform and go post some results. It's extremely discouraging. And the fact like it's really sad, the fact that like, especially TikTok, they don't take care of the creators in the slightest. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for big creators, then there,
2: nobody would be really checking the app like they do. I think what's so appealing, at least from TikTok's perspective for everyone who's like rushed into TikTok is like that feeling that like anyone can go viral right oh yeah like that is why like people go to TikTok, like instagram right like if you're famous you've built an audience etc like okay you've got your followers you can get your reach but if you're starting a new account on instagram like good luck growing it right and i I think they're trying to do that with reels and like bring that back they're doing a terrible job like there's if you go in there like my reels like i'm just seeing like
1: i'll see like a kid's face on there a bunch of kids or like random people that are sitting at their dinner table like like with the filter on there i'm like the most ra- you can post anything like you sit and you, you be sitting on a toilet yeah Just using a trending audio and probably get a million views yeah. like they're not pushing any creative content on there whatsoever which is extremely discouraging so if i put like 10 hours in a video and i post on you know on yeah. instagram it's not gonna do shit
2: yeah i mean even like on on the consumers uh side of things like when i'm using instagram it's like they've identified my interests clearly and like the types of posts i click on awesome. and then i'll get i'll get so when i go on my explore page i'll have like photos in these categories that i'm interested in and then maybe like a reel or two here or there and then some of them will be like super random i'll see things that are like obviously like engaging and maybe something like you would see on TikTok, like a super like extreme thing like someone jumping off a mountain or like doing these crazy things and then i'll click on it but then i'll go to the account and this will be like really old content i don't know it's just it's a little bit weird but i just think that at least from the opportunity standpoint it's like people are getting drawn to TikTok in ways that they weren't before. Because it's like, okay, why would I leave Instagram? Everyone's on Instagram. But because you're like, I can post something and I can go go viral. Whereas Instagram, that's not. I do think they do have the best algorithm too when it
1: comes to picking up on content. I mean, just like for an example. And keep in mind, not always. The algorithm does make mistakes at times. There are certain videos that probably should go viral. Mm -hmm. But I've had one video go viral multiple times. No matter how many times I post it, it gets millions of views all this uh, tied in with the current trends and it seems to pick up on the algorithm every single
2: time. But some videos. Sorry to cut you off, but do you think if you like, cause you've said it now a couple of times, like you've dealt with shadow bands, you've dealt with this. The cool thing is like, you've obviously grown audience. So now you've, you have like, followers across different platforms, right? So you're not starting from nothing, nothing. But like, if you woke up one day and like your TikTok account was like totally banned, that's happened to you? Uh, yeah, it did. That's gotta be like one, the, yeah. the shittiest. Thing. Yeah,
1: I was I was in a live, I was in a live stream. And this is when uh, they also went through a period of making the restrictions, you know, they upped their restrictions. Mm-hmm. So I had videos from like a year ago, all this being taken down, violation, violation, violation. Some accounts like very much being watched. I went live. I was doing a workout and then someone from my constant came in. was really out of pocket and goes, hey guys, Cole is going to show his penis. Five minutes later, oh, account was gone. Oh, like just, wow. you have been permanently banned. Like your account's been deleted, like kind of thing.
2: It's like, oh damn, all right. So what was recourse like? Like how do you, like, how do you get? How many followers did you have at this time? Nine million. But like, uh, I obviously got it back. I was put a lot of
1: emails and now being in the States, I have the right connections, the kind of... You're going to make sure that doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. But when TikTok was still pretty new and a lot of people were saying, how long is it going to last? It's going to be year for a year. Then, you know, Trump was talking about deleting the app. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was so paranoid because I was just thinking all the time, if my account gets deleted or this app is gone, I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. So that's when I started making my first YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. It would uh, basically just be the same TikTok, but like, the whole long version and the, 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 all the results and i would just put it on youtube and i would just cut it off you know cliffhanger and then start pushing myself or my followers over to youtube how is the
0: youtube game different like how is the youtube game different from tiktok it seems like you're having the cliffhangers the perfect cliffhangers is like a big you know a key ingredient for youtube well i
1: wouldn't say i don't really do cliffhangers i'd say in like a full youtube video like I'll show everything all the results but getting the views for a YouTube video, at least for me when you don't have a following yet, was like kind of key. So posting now YouTube shorts or TikToks to promote a long format video. Like I've had some videos maybe get, let's say a million views on a TikTok where I'm trying to promote my main YouTube video and that main YouTube video might get like 20,000, 30,000. But I'll have some where I get maybe a million views and then i'll get 200,000 views and it's all based on how clickbaity that right. that wow. ending is yeah. cuz it really translates like depending on how you end that
2: video got it got it got it so so you'll it's just then it's just a convert a conversion question yeah, right yeah yeah so i was experimenting
1: like my first thing my first youtube video was like 100,000 views with uh, maybe a video that had like 9 million views on the main and then i think my big one was where i hit like 15 million views and then i got like 2.5 million views on a youtube video wow. Wow. So you had big TikTok views and great conversion. Yeah. I was getting good views on my YouTube right away. Cause I was putting like, I was making sure those videos would go viral. I would make two or three uh, versions of the same video mm-hmm. because you know, you can repost a video or tweak it slightly and then it might go viral. Yeah. that time. Or yeah. because it had a different edit or it had different, I don't know what it
0: is. So. So I'm like talking about those analytics and stuff like as a creator, What are your most used tools? Like, what do you use every day? Um, What tools do you wish you had that you don't have? All the way from content to finances to payments. Like, what is your stack of tools you use? And what do you wish was out there that is not out there?
1: Uh, I don't got very many tools. I'm extremely disorganized. I'm going to tell you that right now. (sighs) Some creators are kind of organized, but I feel like there's a lot in the same boat as me that where this just happened very quickly. And now it's kind of like, you do for a living for example like taxes and all that i don't know what the heck i'm doing at all didn't learn in school don't have anyone really teaching me now i I, you know making a good
0: amount of money i gotta figure that out like you collect payments like paypal like invoices like it's all i get them everywhere i get them everywhere it's like it's just i don't know
1: how to how to keep track of that Uh and then of course expensing all that stuff like it's something i very much need to learn sometime very soon (laughs) but um, whatever tools would be nice. Maybe something where I have, like, honestly, the getting, it'd be cool to have something where you just have brand deals. Like, mm-hmm. if they have maybe a popular app or whether it was on a platform, it's like, I can go in, these are your requested brand deals. Mm-hmm. Like, just clean, this is, that's what you're going to look at. Right. Because when I go in my emails, I'm just getting all this junk and I go through them all. Yeah.
2: So that'd be kind of cool. Like, I'd, I'd see in the future, like, a lot of different like marketplaces are coming out between. Infl- I mean, I think that's something that like a lot of people yeah. have already started to build for sure. I feel like something down the road will come out where they simplify
0: brand deals. Yeah. It's gonna become more of a, a regular a thing. Place. And what about the content side? Like on the content from what tools do you use? Like what is your favorite gear? for everything, microphone, camera, etc., like tools to edit. Like, what
2: are you using? Are you just recording on the your phone? Or like, yeah. wait, this is it, yeah, yeah. This, this is it. This is how we got all the followers.
1: <laughs> you don't need anything uh, too fancy. Dude, it. And it's kind of crazy too, because like, you know, me making content at my home, I'm not saying lower quality is better, but like yeah, yeah. the fact I'm doing pranks and stuff, like it just feels way more organic. It's like yeah. in the high production, like, oh, like this kid's it's like-
0: It's like, pull your backpack, like a camera. Yeah, you it know? feels
1: like they're right there, like, with you, and it feels way more personal. I feel like on the phone, yeah. but uh, I would wouldn't mind having a, you know, a full time videographer with me when I start making that long format content, yeah. because when it comes to their algorithm, they're looking for good look lighting, they're looking for good quality,
2: high definition stuff. That's where it is valued the most. That stuff you can't edit quickly. Like when you're editing, yeah. like you need a, a setup, and you need to be able to.
0: And so, how do you edit?
2: I, uh, from what I've been doing since day one,
1: uh, I go on iMovie. I don't shoot anything on TikTok. Okay. iMovie on, on the phone. That's it. That's yeah. literally it. I'm just cutting things, speeding things up. From the phone. Yeah, or maybe I want to like, I'll maybe go online if I want to get like a sound effect, I'll screen record it, bring it in, drag where I want. It does pretty much everything I need. Yeah. I don't need anything that's crazy high production. There isn't really much anything like that on TikTok to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets the job done is
2: that the case for most of the other creators that you're around or most are they? of them
1: shoot on the app a lot of them shoot on the app i've noticed yeah but then uh champagne and q they've had a few other apps i forget the name of them that are kind of like maybe like iMovie on steroids sure. so you can maybe do more fancy things such as when they're interviewing someone and as mm-hmm. it's going back and forth you know who's speaking instead of just going back and forth It'll be like going back and forth and zooming in on their face, make it really engaging. It's like, there's always moving. There's Always motion. Yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff definitely helps. But uh, I feel like what I'm doing right now works. And if for any reason things are not working, or I feel like it might, if I got to pick up on the editing, I'll probably
0: switch over. But um, Sweet, I feel dude. like I don't really so, need to. So as we approach here at the end, I know you when we were talking offline, <clears throat> you mentioned that like, you know what your ideal, management partnership would look like? I'm curious to hear, like, you know, maybe there's listeners, whether it's brands or big production companies or agencies or whatever. um, Like, what is your ideal setup for, you know, to be signed with with a management firm or? If
1: someone was, yeah, if someone was like consistently bringing me in deals, you know, a few months, four months, that uh, relatively kind of fit my content, most things I can almost make anything work. I'm pretty good when it comes to making almost any product or app work with my content, but if they could bring in a few consistently or four or five, that would be fantastic. Yeah. That's all I'm really looking for. <laughs> I don't need anything crazy. Yeah. Or of course, opportunities are always great as well. Yeah. Maybe working with certain other large creators or lining stuff up with companies. Like maybe I want to go in a jet ride. they think you like, line that up and like, hey, we can promote your company.
0: Just, just stuff that kind of saves time. Maybe people that are resourceful is always good. That's cool. Maybe, you know, with DTC Pod and all these brands.
2: Yeah, we know, we work with a bunch of brands. So I'm thinking brands that are, you like adventurous stuff, outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what other stuff are you on the road a bunch are you traveling oh i like, travel a lot a lot i lot, think that's your
0: fifth car racing jacket i've seen you with too I'm obsessed so, with them. so definitely I'm not
1: obsessed too. With them. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah i got a one in almost every color <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah and then other than that just you know for the next year and so on like where do you see you're going to continue cranking out TikTok?
1: Okay. i'll be cranking over exactly. TikToks. tocks i'm hoping the only difference will be uh my income will be up because mine was very low it's still kind of as low because i just con- i mostly just concentrate on content I almost yeah. never concentrate on the money side yeah. uh i am this year but doing that will also help me make crazier content yeah i'm gonna be concentrating on long format content but when it comes to TikTok and youtube shorts pretty much the same thing hopefully just crazier stuff yeah like, up in the ante a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm hoping in like a few years from now, we'll be doing like Mr. Beast level type stuff. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I want to show people like, I'm not just a TikToker. I could go like the extra mile.
2: And I mean, I think that's something like you, just having you here, like on the podcast, like you're super genuine. Like you want to work with these brands. You want to be able to like do really cool stuff and you're very yeah. thoughtful, right? And I think that um, there's a lot of different, not every creator is the same, right? Like this isn't a conversation to say, you know, Colton's talking on behalf of every creator in the world. He's he's one creator and this is how he approaches things. But I just think the way you're thinking about things is like right on point. If you just keep doing what you're doing, you're clearly gonna keep growing. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, dude. I mean we we were we've been hanging
0: out the trend at the creator house and like I I saw I saw that. Totally see, you know, the passion you put. Um, behind your work, how serious you've been about it. You know, we've been at that house for a few days. You're not just fucking around, like you, you've you actually been about it. So I'm excited to continue to see your success and like, thank you for being down here in Miami. Um, I think, you know, hopefully we can get a Miami creator movement going because oh, yeah. it's gonna happen.
1: It's definitely gonna happen. Um, one of my, like I said, my YouTube friend, he's got about 3 million. He's not a TikToker, Just used to full time. He's thinking about buying a house and then starting the creator content home within a year. So.
0: I know for a fact if that happens, I'm definitely gonna be here. If they need sponsors, let me know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Dude, for, well, how can people keep up with you? What are your, I'll throw your usernames and we'll throw them in the show notes.
2: So usernames and then also like brands that may be listening. Like I know you're not on email. So like you want them sending you DMs or? Yeah,
1: DMs on Instagram are probably the best. I use Instagram the most for business stuff. So colty underscore, that's C-O-L-T-Y underscore. And then my other social channels, TikTok and YouTube are both Colty, C-O-L-T-Y-Y,
0: so two Ys. Sweet, awesome, thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure.